I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined as always by my co-host, contributor at Mavs. Dot com. And the winner is, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? What I have for it. So I just tweeted about this a little bit ago. Today was a monumental day in the Harris household. Ooh. Two big things happened. So my son is like one years old, a little over one year, years, year, a little That's over crazy. one year, can year we, old. Can we just take a second and just think about the fact that your son is a year old and we've been through this whole process on this pod? I oh, know it's really weird, but uh, he's starting preschool next week. He's going one day a week, like four <laughs> hours, and nothing huge or anything. And uh, it's at the place I work too. But he met his like teachers and stuff today. And while we're at the preschool, he takes his first steps. <laughs> we're trying to take a picture of him in front of the sign, and we stand him up. No and way! Then as we're taking a picture, he st- starts walking towards us and takes like five steps, and we're like. Holy crap! He walked, and it was uh, <laughs> it was really cool. But then it got overshadowed by everything because then we got home and he dunked, and my no son way. dunked for the first time. Ten feet? And, uh, yes, ten feet. Even raised it to like eleven. No, we I'm surprised he could pull him the basketball. I don't, and he just grabbed it. I handed it to him. He grabbed it and dunked it. I was fascinated. I was the. I mean, it was the coolest <laughs> moment, like a top five moment in my whole life, because I just didn't think he could do that, and. He did it, and he knew what to do, and I was just fascinated. So you've trained anyway, him well. My life was made today. Mister Miyagi Carlisle has taught him very well. <laughs> Carlisle, congrats! All right, on the pod today, we are going to be doing a game pod. We have three games today. Some of them you have have heard of before. Some of them maybe not. Um, I have a Sotnam shame or framed game that i will explain in a minute but you're definitely gonna stick around for that and then i have fast track questions i'll explain those when we get to that segment Uh, but fast track questions are a bunch of interesting questions based on current events and life events that are happening right now so we'll get to that and then isaac has a game as well so it's not really a game but oh well i mean none of these are kind of games (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole point of game pod is they're kind of games but not really Kinda. <laughs> so, all right, let's get started right away. Sodom Shame or Framed? How we do this? Sodom Shame is okay. Real quick, give the history of Sodom Shame because yes. this is one of the first segments that we started on this podcast <laughs> so long ago. I mean, I want to say like, I mean, after Sodom twenty seventeen at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after Sodom came on board and we realized. Um, really after the moment they drafted him, that he was never going to make it in the league. And we created the segment of Satin on Shame in which we would roast people's uh, takes on the Mavericks and their opinions. And uh, we would find them on uh, Mavs Facebook, uh, Twitter, different things. Uh, we put it on pause for a little bit. Uh, one, one person in particular uh, really, really got really mad that we uh, dropped a name and like their opinion and uh yeah went to like yeah extreme measures of that we should not have used his opinion and roast him like that so uh we put it on pause for a little bit but now it's back i don't we don't really care at this point and now we're, and we haven't used names ever since then 
Yes, so. yes. We stopped using names and handles and whatever. And we mostly just do it from Facebook, so. Yes. <laughs> so Because that's mass Facebook is uh, it's gold. But yeah, Sodom Shame is basically a terrible opinion that someone has uh, that's just not even not even based in any kind of reality. Like right now, we would have a bunch of Sodom Shame opinions about uh, the English Premier League right now. Like we would just have oh, really yeah. bad opinions because we don't know anything. Uh, and so if we try to come out and have like crazy opinions, um, then, you know, we know that we're overstepping our bounds or, you know, going out of our, our way to try <laughs> to try and say something and sound smart, but it's really not. So we understand that we understand our limitations, but there are t- so many Sodom shames on the Mavs nation Facebook page. It is just, it's oh. a group and it's just, it just, it was so easy. I literally went through three posts and I found all my Sodom shame quotes oh i'm ready i'm so excited so how this game works i will give isaac three different satnam shames one of them is real the other two i made up <laughs> so he has to try to guess which one is an actual satnam shame that a real mavs fan on the mavs nation facebook group came up with and actually said and really believes probably uh, okay i'm excited all right the first one a post said hmm. Courtney Lee and Powell for Adams with a fire emoji. And that was it. That was the whole post. Mm. And then there fire are com- emoji does it there's too. so many comments underneath it. And so the, you have to decide which of these three comments is correct. <laughs> okay. So that Lee and Powell was a real post. And these are, these are the comments. Okay. All right. You're going to give me three. And one of these is real. One of these two is of real. Fake. Two of these are fake. All right. Guys, you don't realize how good Powell is going to be when he has established starting role with 30-plus minutes per game. I really think he will be a top-10 center by the All-Star break. Mm. Okay, that was the first one. Now the second one. Hell no. Steven Adams is overrated and overpaid. Are we even sure he's better than Powell? And the third one. I think I'd do it. I hate Adams, but Powell couldn't rebound a sitcom girlfriend. Also, why aren't we playing Courtney Lee? He could actually start on this team if he got real minutes. <laughs> There's no way somebody said the last sentence. I'm going to go with uh, the fan said the, the first the you, first sentence. You think you're going to go with the first one? Guys, you don't yes. realize how good Powell is going to be when he has established starting role, 30-plus minutes a game. I really think he's going to be a top-10 center by the All-Star break. You yeah, don't I think, think that I, I made that up. That's something no, you think, really – top-10 center I, by the All-Star break? I think a fan said that. And you are correct. A fan, yeah! did, <laughs> a fan did say that. Did he th- we got a Dwight Powell be believer. A top-10 center by the All-Star break. If if a fan said that last sentence, I would have been really worried. Why aren't we, we playing Courtney Lee? He could actually start on this team if he got real minutes. I liked my joke. Uh, I hate Adams, but Powell couldn't rebound a sitcom girlfriend. That was good. All right, this next one. This is one post from a person. Okay, He wrote this super long post on Facebook. And then he started naming players and saying things about these players. Oh, I love these. One of these is – so I'm going to read the beginning of the post, and then three of these are uh, the, the things that you have to decide between. A lot of you fantasy boys always talking about trade this, trade that. Yo, this ain't a fantasy league. We are fans, in all caps. Fans and supporters. This is an actual post. This is a real post. Oh, yeah. So that means we ain't calling the shots or pulling the triggers on no trades. Let's be supportive of who we got. Let's talk about uh, about who can add to their game, who can step up, who's filling out holes in their game. Let's respect the development of our players. Let's trust our coaches and scouts. And then he starts listing players. Okay. Ooh. One of these sentences that he said about a player is real. The other two are false. 
<laughs> Let's talk about the fact that Tim Hardaway Jr. is a sneaky good shooter who no one expects. Let's talk about the fact that Dwight Powell has developed an outside shot. Let's talk about the fact that Isaiah Roby is going to hustle his way into rotation spot by the end of the year. One of those is real. Two of those I made up. You got Tim Hardaway Jr., Dwight okay, Powell. He's, I'm going to say he's super optimistic Roby fan. <laughs> you think you think the let's talk about the fact that Isaiah Roby is going to hustle his way into a rotation spot by the end of the year. Yes. That is not correct. It is between the other two. So either one, one of these two is real. <laughs> let's talk about the fact that Tim Hardaway Jr. is a sneaky good shooter who no one expects. Who or, no one expects. Or let's talk about the fact that Dwight Powell has developed an outside shot. One of those two are <laughs> real. A March outside shot? I guess the Dwight Dwight one. The Dwight one is real. <laughs> Dang, we got another Dwight believe. Man, Dwight Powell has a lot of. He said, "Let's time. respect the development of our players. Let's trust our coaches and scout. Let's talk about the fact that Dwight Powell has developed an outside shot." Let's go. Maybe in April and March. <laughs> All right, and my last one. Okay. Okay, so this is another trade one. Somebody posted a trade from the NBA <sighs> trade site. Love fan trade. And it said Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee for Gordon Hayward. Straight up, no picks, no nothing. Oh crap! Straight up, and there is three comments. You have to decide which one of these comments is real and which two are false. Okay. No, I don't trust that he'd be better than Chandler, and that will screw us for next year if we need to pay somebody else. Stick with Hardaway, <laughs> Chandler. By the way, Chandler Parsons. <laughs> I want. Here's another one. I want Boston to add a first rounder. Then I'd be down. And the third one. You lose depth. Only <laughs> you lose depth. Only cut $200,000 in salaries, not to mention if Hayward has a trade kicker, dot, 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 dot. And no he hasn't had an all-star caliber season in two years. <laughs> you can't use depth whenever one of the players is not going to play at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I really hope that the fan is not the third one. All right, so you don't think it's the depth one. Do you think it's the Boston needs to add a first rounder, or I don't think he would be better than Chandler Parsons? I'm going to go with, uh, we have a, a salty Chandler Parsons fan that's real. It was a trick question. All three of those were actual comments. They were <laughs> no way! <laughs> All three of these an actual fan said, no, I don't trust he'd be better than Chandler Parsons. That will screw us for next year if we need to pay Gordon somebody Hayward? else. Stick Come with it. <laughs> stick with Tim Hardaway and I want Boston to add a first rounder and I'd be down and you lose depth only to cut 200,000 in salaries not to mention if Hayward has a trade kicker and he hasn't had an all-star caliber season in two years oh my Those gosh are all I real love depth on there so there you go that's your Sodom shame or frame hope you guys enjoyed that at home and played along with us uh it's incredible tweet us tweet us with screenshots do not quote tweet people do not hashtag Sodom shame on there we're not trying to shame like a whole bunch of people just yeah. bad opinions from facebook and we're not trying to push it in anyone's face i guess so all right <laughs> we are making fun of people i need some good carmelo takes mm, i'm ready maybe i should because th- that's the that's the sudden i we're looking for it, it's not a because i want to be clear i'm all down for all types of opinions because the the thing i don't like is when people get on twitter and say your opinion's wrong and people won't accept other opinions. Like we can have different opinions. It's the ones that's far off. It's the like, <laughs> hey, why do we even have Justin Jackson and Finney Smith when we could sign Carmelo? What are we doing right now? <laughs> those are the takes that are Sotnam Shames that we need. You know those takes. I should probably go fishing for them next week. Next week I'll just post something about Carmelo and then I'll just grab a bunch of them. Like guys, what do y'all think about Carmelo? 
I think you would add, think you would add some real depth to this team and then just see what happens from there. Small ball four? Let's go. <laughs> All right, there you go. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's ask some fast track questions. Ooh. All right, Isaac. So this is how fast track these. this is how fast track works. There is a show on ESPN Radio in Los Angeles. It's called Mason in Ireland. It's a show that I listen to a lot. I used to listen to it every single day um, before I started covering the Mavericks. And it's a show that I was on twice after two of my parody songs that I made for the Lakers. I was on the show. They played my songs on the radio, and so I love this show. Uh, Steve Mason and uh, John Ireland, who's the voice of the Lakers. And so they do this segment called Fast Track where they do – uh, they ask questions like this. They play games. They do all kinds of stuff. And this is one of the things that they do. They take a topic and then they ask a question about the topic that pertains to us. So this that's what fast track question means. Comes from Mason Ireland. So today at German underscore MFFL sent us a picture of his forearm where he got a massive Dirk Nowitzki tattoo on his arm. It w- it looks pretty good. Uh, Dirk's mouth being wide open. I don't know about that. Now you got Dirk mouth breathing, breathing on your arm for the rest of your life, but it's a one legged fade. It looks pretty good. Um, if you had to choose one NBA player to get tattooed on your body, who would it be? Oh, this is a no brainer. It'd be Vince Carter. <laughs> uh, Vince Carter would be jumping over, uh, the Frenchman, Fred. Mm. I want to say wise, but it's probably vice or something, but, um, yeah, it would be it would be yeah VC Olympic dunk. I don't know on my back of my calf. Sure, I think I might do Meta World Peace hitting that shot uh, and then running off the court when they won the title that one year in 2010. <laughs> it's a great sports moment for me on the on the side of your cheek. Yeah, just, just head tat. Have you ever seen Have you seen Travis Barker recently? No, I haven't. I randomly had this uh, YouTube video come up. And it was uh, Joe Rogan talking to Travis Barker. And he was like talking about his tattoos. And he has his entire head like tattooed, like the top of his head. It looks just like, I mean, it looks just like a a buzz cut, like with hair. Yeah. And uh, it's wild. He had, he was in this crazy accident and got like all this jet fuel oil on him and just like burned like 80% of his body. It was wild. So he had to like replace all these tattoos. It was a crazy story. But anyway. All right. I have. I have a request. Okay. You know how sometimes I throw people, I throw it out there and like, hey, um, if you have, if you know this or have done this, tweet at us. If you have a face tat, tweet at us. I want to know because Why? I have question. I have questions. I have questions on how bad it hurts, and mm. but yeah, I just want to. I want to know because I at some point I want to get tattooed in my life if I can convince my wife, but not on my face probably. But <laughs> I'm just I'm so intrigued with. Uh, how bad face tats must have, must hurt. All right, Isaac. Researchers in the UK suggest that if you stare down seagulls, they might be more likely to leave you and your food alone. Oh. They did this study. So you know if you're on the beach and you know you got some food, there's always just a flock of seagulls that fly around you. And eventually, if you, you stop looking long enough, they'll just come in, swoop down, and, and snatch some of your food. Uh, but that's what, on, on that's what AD thought the pelican. <laughs> so they tried. So they tried this study, and on average, seagulls took 21 seconds longer to approach the food if a human was staring at them than if a human wasn't. Who so, who tests this? Researchers in the UK really spending those tax dollars well. That's what Nerlens did when he was setting the bench. So what's something annoying in your life that you wish you could just stare down? It would make it either delay or make it go away, like these seagulls. Uh, coworker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> Out them right now. Who's your guy? Who's your guy that listens to the pod every day? No, I'm gonna leave it at that. He's the only one that'll know who it is. I I've said things on this podcast before back like a year or so ago and I thought like okay you know Mavs pod okay this will not come back know, to bite me no there's one... only so many people in my circles that would like <laughs> come and yeah there have been plenty of things that have come back around that I've said of people that had no clue that whatever and uh it's been fun there's been some fun conversations the day but... Mark Cuban comes up and talks to us about something we said on the podcast that'll be the day <laughs> it'll happen someday Oh, someday. Something he I was said. Like, Yo, I love that game. I love Sotnam Shane. That was such a great idea. <laughs> can, can we have that segment next time I'm on? So uh, you would want to co- to stare down a coworker and make them make them go away. If, if they, that's all it took for that coworker to go away. Yeah, you stare him yes. down and it'll go away. Uh, I'll stare all day. I'll stare. If it took 24 hours to just stare, I would just I would stare for 24 hours. Just stare, for, and they would be away forever. <laughs> There's not really rules to this question, but um, uh, next choice would be mosquitoes. Mm. Good one. Yeah, and, uh, but I, like half the time I can't see them. I just, I just feel them. What if you could me. stare down 100 degree heat in Dallas? You know how it's it's 100 degrees for like two months straight. If you could just stare it down, and it would just inch oh, just back to like away. it would just inch back to like 88. What about traffic backed up? Mm, yes. On the highway, you just stare it down. I mean, that's all you're doing anyway. You stare down. You, and it you're parts definitely the not texting. You are staring Absolutely. at the people in front of you. Like uh, what's that? What's uh, Bruce Almighty? He just stared at the traffic and it all it's just parted. <laughs> I would stare at my lawn. It's just so annoying. In Florida, we have all these. Why weird- do you not like mowing? Okay, I get satisfaction out of mowing. I like this. Okay, but I'm in I'm in Florida, and there's all these weird <laughs> plants, and they grow super fast, and so it makes your lo- your lawn look terrible after like six days. Okay. And then, uh, the humidity is wild. Today it was 88 degrees, and it said feels like 102 <laughs> because of the Yikes. humidity. It's like it's wild. So I got there, and I just like I just drip in sweat by the time I'm done. That sounds miserable. Yeah, it's not that great. So I would stare at my lawn. All right, let's move on to the next question. So Kemba Walker is part of Team USA, and this was back when a bunch of people were dropping out. Tons of people were dropping out. Anthony Davis, James Harden, CJ McCollum. Uh, tons of guys dropped out. Kemba Walker was asked about all these stars dropping out, and he said, I think a lot of us are happy that those guys pulled out because it's our chance. It's our chance to get to the big stage and showcase our talent. So... What is something in your life that someone dropped out of that helps you become, you know, be where you are today or that helped you in your life? Uh, maybe somebody that got out of the line at Popeye's that allowed you to go closer to the register. And I'll give you a second to think about it while I answer. Yeah, you go first. While I answer. Um, when I was applying for Mavs Fanatic, the Dallas Sports Fanatic uh, back, what was this? I guess this was 2017, 2016 maybe. Um, yeah, it was 2016 because I remember um, they had advertised that there was a credentialed position open. And this was before I had done anything really in sports media. I'd really just pivoted my, my career from going towards a different direction to then going towards um, sports media. And they posted it on there. And so I applied. I sent some some things I had been working on with just a personal blog I had. And, uh, and they asked me to write about the 2016 finals. And it was LeBron versus the Warriors. And so I did that and they had an in-person interview with me. It felt pretty, or they had a, a on Skype like interview with me. I thought it went pretty, pretty well. 
And uh, come to find out, like after they gave me the position, after I got credentialed with them to write for their site, I found out that two guys had dropped out before I had uh, before I was given the the position and was given that. Uh, so those guys really helped. And one of them, I think you might know. Are we name dropping right now? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna name. It was just, two, yeah. just three years ago now. Uh, one of them was uh, from the oh, what's it? The Almighty Ballin podcast network it was chris axman i don't know if oh, you, yeah. i don't know if yeah i don't know if you know him or not he is, i don't know him personally but i just know his name yeah he is a he is a dallas native i guess he's a mavs fan for sure and uh he has the almighty ball and network they have a bunch of podcasts the the mavs fanatic podcast was on the almighty ball and network but he was one of the guys that was going to get the position before i joined uh and he had to drop out for some reason and then they gave it to me and bam look at and you. Then i got credentialed and that's when i met you and then phew, Mavs Moneyball, and then locked on Mavs, and then here we are. Free Dawkins. Free Dawkins. Um, I'm going to say my dad's girlfriend in the military. Because if they didn't break up, he wouldn't have met my mom, and I wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> you would have looked really different. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My dad was in the Navy, served in the Navy and stuff, and I just remember him having, telling me about how he had this girlfriend in the Navy, and they were serious, and then they – uh they broke up and then he moved back home and met my mom. Interesting. So. I have a similar story. My mom, I would say that benefits me. My mom was before my, the last person my mom dated before my dad was this guy who was best friends with Toby Mac. <laughs> <laughs> my parents went to Liberty university and right at the same time that the DC talk guys were at Liberty. And so my mom hung out with them and uh, was friend was uh, dating this guy that was best friends with Toby Mac. Dang. So Toby Mac could have been like my weird uncle. <laughs> Diverse city. Oh, no, no. <laughs> there you go. All so, right, what's the next one? <laughs> uh, let's. We got one more for you. Okay. This is a crazy one. <laughs> oh crap! In New Zealand, a landlord named Steve Robertson bought a property while a woman was living on it. She recently moved out, and when she did, Robertson claimed that she owed him $5,166 for work on the garden that was at this property, including the removal of a 10-ton rock that she, cl- that she claimed wasn't there when he, brought the- he bought the property. So this guy was under the impression that when he bought the property, this 10-ton rock was not on the property, and then, and then when he went to uh, exchange you know, when the land was going to exchange hands, that somehow that 10-ton rock appeared on the property that he didn't realize. Obviously, he was out of his mind, and the rock was there the entire time. She even presented photo evidence at their court appearance that they had uh, before he bought the property. What is something in your life that was so obvious, but you missed it entirely? And I ha- Oh, my gosh. I have uh, You got Yeah, you got to go one. first on this um, one. Something in your life that was so obvious, like this 10-ton rock that was just sitting in front of you the whole time. And the thing for me was my wife. When we fir- oh, when, when we first met, this is adorable. When we first met, <laughs> uh, it was at this Christian internship that we did, and it was crazy. Like you know, you don't know, like the first day of college or first day of school or whatever, and you have all these events, and it's really not really school yet. Uh, and so we had this big cer- like this big gathering ceremony thing at the beginning, and everybody was just meeting people. People were running around like fr- like frantic. And I had befriended this one girl, and she was, like, super outgoing, sanguine person. And she was, like, 
pulling all these people together, like trying to connect as many people as possible, just being like almost really crazy. And she pulled me and my, my wife together. I was like, hey, you're from Ohio. She's from Kentucky. Those states are really close. You guys should be friends. And she walked <laughs> away as we were just standing there. And so we like look at each other. We're like, oh, yeah. We start like naming things from where we're from. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. And, uh, and then we kind of went our separate ways. And then eventually our two friend groups kind of merged. And she started liking me. And I didn't like her back. And then that went on for two or three months. And then I started liking her. And it was just there. It was there in front of me the whole time, Isaac. And I didn't know. Nick's like, do you like the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. What are, what are those? She's like, Magic Johnson's overrated. And you're like, eh. uh, here we go. <laughs> that should be a question. What's the worst sports opinion that would make you like break up with a girl? Oh, God. That's a good one. We'll do that next time. But what's something in your life that was so obvious, but you missed it entirely? Um, but it, but we missed it entirely, but we came back to it. Sure. Yeah. I came back or, to it. I came or, back to or, it. Or, or yeah, we eventually came around to it. I will say, um, <laughs> cane sauce. Mm. So wow. cane sauce is delicious. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I know this sounds really weird. I don't do a ton of sauces. Like I'll do ketchup with like fries and stuff. And okay. I'll sauce. take that back. I'll do barbecue. I like barbecue and honey uh, mustard. No, don't do that. Chick-fil-A, no, no, any of the sauces at Chick-fil-A? Okay, so Chick-fil-A and cane sauce, both of those sauces, I kind of like, kind of just avoided. I would just, I, I really liked, yeah, without the sauce. And then I just remember for, the first, for so many times I was like, no sauce, no sauce, I'm good, no sauce, no. And then finally I just remember one day at Cane's, I was like, sure, give me the sauce. Like, I'll try it or I'll open it up. And I tried it and it was, it just changed my How many life. times do you think you had Cane's before you actually ate the sauce? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, dozen times. Yeah, ten, fifteen times. It took you that long to realize that, like, the cane sauce is the best part. Oh yeah, I I realize that now. Now I sw- now if I you do go, I try to, I try not to go as much. Now when yeah, I do yeah. go, I sw- I swap out the coleslaw for an extra Absolutely. cane sauce. Absolutely, so, like, that's the way to go. There's no but, other way to go with canes. Yes. So yeah, I, I was. Canes. I know. It was uh. Anyway. Yeah, cane sauce. There you go. Sure. You missed it entirely, and now you came back around to it. So uh, I said my wife, and Isaac said cane sauce. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, there you go. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, Isaac's got a game. Little, little this or that, little name game. All right, Isaac, hit me. Give me an right, give me an gonna, impossible question. It's gonna be a, a kind of difficult over a podcast, but sure, let's do it. It's more better suited for a tweet, but That's then why it's in the third segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is going to be one of those uh, player A, player B, player C. Mm. And I'm going to give you a couple of stats from each of the player. And one of these players is going – don't be cheating. Uh, one of these players is going to be a current Dallas Maverick. Hold on. Let me just and, run them through basketball reference real quick. <laughs> so, obviously, after I give you player A, player B, player C, I want you to tell me which one is a Dallas Maverick and who the Dallas Maverick is. Ooh, Okay. I'll, but only one of them also. is doubt. There's three players, and one of them is a Maverick. Yes. Okay. Player number one. He played. Um. Yes, he played in 65 games last year. Averaged 31 minutes a game. Attempted 15 shots a game. Shot 34 percent from three. And and he averaged 18 points a game. I'm just giving you random stats here. Okay. Player number two 
Played in 75 games. He averaged 32 minutes a game, so one more minute. Shot 15 times a game. Shot 36% from three. And also averaged 18 points a game. Okay. And then player number three played in 81 games. Averaged 31 minutes a game. Also shot 15 shots a game. Shot 32% from three. And averaged 19 points a game. Okay, so my first guess was that player number one was Tim Hardaway Jr., but I don't think that's true. I think he played more games than 65. Okay. I think player... Is player two Harrison Barnes? So... Real quick, if you're trying to differ between the, they all pretty much average around the same amount of points, correct? Yeah, 18, 18, and 19. They all shot the ball 15 times a game. Right. Uh, they all average right around the same minutes a game, 31, 31 32, 32, and 30. Um, and then three-point percentage, one of them shot 32, one shot 34, one shot 36. And the games played was different. 65 games for the first guy, 75 games for the second, and 81 for the last one. Yes. So I think that hmm. is was player three Tim Hardaway Jr. Incorrect. Dang. Player three is Trey Young. Oh. Trey Young shot thirty two percent from three and yes he did average nineteen points. Yes he did. Interesting. Is is player two Harrison Barnes? Incorrect. Player two is Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. 36% from three, 18.75 games. And then yep. the last one is the Maverick. Uh, the Maverick. Player one is Tim Hardaway. There we go. Okay, that was my first instinct was Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. averaged 18 points a game last year. In totality, New York and, oh, there you go. and Dallas. In totality. So Tim Hardaway Jr., Jamal Murray, Trey Young. Wow. So, so wow. <laughs> the point of this exercise is Tim Hardaway Jr. is just as good as the no, just kidding. Uh take it for whatever you want. It was just fun. Yeah, there's really no nothing yeah. real like take out of that. It's just that uh they shot a decent percentage from, from three. Uh Trey Young shot the worst out of those. Yes. Um and Tim <laughs> fifteen shots a game. He's not gonna get fifteen shots a game this year. No. I don't think. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, it's once again, back to the, if he's shooting ball 15 times, then. Uh, Something's going on. We're going to be doing a lot of draft profiles. Yes. I was talking, I did, I went on Locked On, Matt, Locked On uh, Fantasy, and we were talking about Tim Hardaway Jr., and Josh and I were trying to figure out where is Tim Hardaway Jr. going to play next year? Like, what position? Where does he come, does he come off the bench? Does he, because we think that, like, DeLon Wright's going to start, and we're gonna think of Wing and Luca are gonna start, and then, yeah. um, and then we think that uh, like Seth Curry and Brunson are gonna come off the bench. So does Tim Hardaway is he the the backup wing or is Dorian Finney Smith the backup wing? Like where do we think he plays? I well I think he just plays at that two three spot. Whatever you want to put Luca. If Delon is your one, uh, and you, whatever you've put Luca at the three. Let's just say the three. And then Tim Tim Hardaway would be at the two, so, or you could say Tim Hardaway is going to be at the three. If he starts, it's obviously going to be on the wing alongside Luca, and 
yeah, Finney Smith might be the odd man out on that, or Justin Jackson. We'll see. Uh, if he comes off the bench, I think that's where it gets a little bit more interesting because, yeah, are you going to roll out? I think it's easier to roll Tim Hardaway out with Luca and DeLon Wright compared to rolling Tim Hardaway out with Brunson and Seth Curry, if that makes sense. Mm. That's why I think, honestly, I think Tim Hardaway will probably start the season alongside Luca and DeLon Wright. Uh, and then you'll see some combination of Brunson, Seth, and like Justin Jackson slash Finney Smith off the bench. Yeah, that that whole rotation is just going to be really interesting to see who Carlisle. And I said this about Boban too. The first ten games are really going to, especially if everyone comes in healthy, it's going to give us a real good idea of where Carlisle values these guys and who has a real role in the rotation. Yeah, yeah, and even preseason. Preseason is going to be fun to just see um, how these rotations happen and who plays with who and who gets held out of the last couple of games that matters a lot yes yes for sure so it'll be fun and it'll be here before we know it for sure all right before we go want to give a huge shout out to mylan and chris daily listeners of the podcast this mylan started watching the mavs last year it's a good time to start watching the mavs right now uh great time just wanted to, to thank you guys for being daily listeners and to uh just say congratulations on your uh, on your girl, your relationship. I guess they're not married, so hopefully it is rooted in Mavsness. <laughs> I was about to say congratulations on your marriage, but they're not married. I went back and looked at it just to make sure. <laughs> Shout out to you, Mylin. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. So, guys, there you go. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. <laughs>